Welcome to the Continuing in the Old Paths podcast with Evangelist Troy Tucker. Our goal is to exalt the Savior, edify the saint, evangelize the sinner, and expound the scriptures. We hope that you stay tuned for a biblical message from the Word of God. Thank you for tuning in to the Continuing in the Old Paths podcast. In our last episode, we started a series of messages from Revelation chapter number 1. We began preaching on the thought, learning to say amen on Patmos. We're going to be in Revelation chapter 1. We're going to read our text, which is verses 4 through 10. We'll pray, and we'll get into the message for this episode of the podcast. The Bible says in the Word of God, Revelation chapter number 1, beginning in verse 4, John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come and from the seven spirits which are before his throne and from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his father to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. I, John, who also am your brother, and companion in tribulation, and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos, for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, and we thank you for this opportunity to preach by way of podcast. And Father, I pray that you would bless this simple message, use it for your honor and your glory. Lord, I pray that you would be well-pleased. Lord, I preach not trying to please man or tickle ears, but Lord, I preach for the goal of pleasing and exalting you, dear Lord. And I pray you'd have your perfect will and way. Thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We began preaching last time on the thought, learning to say amen on Patmos. We noticed the word amen shows up twice in our text, in verse 6, as well as in verse 7. And we gave you the introduction to the message last time. We noticed where John was. He's on the Isle of Patmos, a place which means my killing. And we noted that that place was a place of solitude, it was a place of suffering, and it was a place of seeming silence. But then we noticed why John was there. He was there because he was faithful to the Lord. He was there because he was fervent for the Lord. And he was there because he was forthtelling about the Lord. And we noted that sometimes we find ourselves in a place of suffering, in a place by ourselves, even when we are faithful 
fervent and forthtelling about the Lord, because service for the Lord does not exempt us from suffering for the Lord. And then we notice not only where John was and why John was there, but this is the thought that leads into the message. We noticed what John said. In verse 6, he said, Amen. And in verse 7, he said, Even so, Amen. And that word Amen means, So be it, Lord. It shows submission to the purposes of God. God had a special plan for John, and he has a special plan for you and I. And what we need to do is we need to learn to submit to whatever God has in store for us, because whatever God has in store for us is right. And we need to learn to say amen, whether we're on the mountaintop or in the valley, and submit to the plan that God has for us. And it not only shows submission to the purposes of God, but it is a shout of praise to God. And <laughs> how we need to praise God, even in the storm. And so that's the introduction to the message. And in this message, we are going to be in verses 4 and part of verse 5. That's as far as we're going to get to in this message. Uh, and praise God, as I was going back over my notes, uh, the Lord just kept just kept uh, blessing my heart. I, and a, a, as we preach the, this first point, I believe you'll, you'll understand why this is a series of messages. I have preached this message before uh, at some of the churches that I've been at. And, of course, I'm having to say to a, uh, try to say to a, a, a decent amount of time in preaching, so I kind of have to rush through a lot of of the text. But here in this podcast and in this series, uh, we can slow down a little bit and take our time and hopefully let, let the Lord uh, speak to our hearts and bless us and help us out of the text. But in the course of the, the series, we're going to learn several reasons why we can say amen on Patmos. And first of all, our first main point, our first reason why we can say amen on Patmos is because of the products of salvation. The products of salvation. Notice what John says. He says, John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come and from the seven spirits which are before his throne and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth. So the first reason that we can learn to say amen on Patmos is because of the products of salvation. <clears throat> and as we think about this thought, I want you to notice, first of all, what the products of salvation are. What the products of salvation are. Now, there are many that could be mentioned. As you study the King James Bible and you study the Word of God, you will find many are the products of salvation. But here, John, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, gives us two. And they are a tremendous blessing. And as you think about these two products of salvation, I believe that that you understand it'll help you to say amen on Patmos as you think about these products 
First of all, you have the product of grace. The product of grace. He says, grace be unto you and peace. Hallelujah. Grace. Grace is giving to us what we do not deserve. Hallelujah for his grace. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Titus 2 and verse 11. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to, to purify us and redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people. Hallelujah. I am thankful for the grace of God. Romans chapter 5, verse 2, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Hallelujah for the grace of God. And I tell you, it's by God's amazing grace that I'm saved. It's by God's amazing grace that I get to serve God. It's by God's amazing grace that I stand for God. It's by God's amazing grace that I shout for the Lord. It's God's amazing grace that helps me survive. It's God's amazing grace. It's by his amazing grace that I am supplied. It's by God's amazing grace that I am secure. It's by God's amazing grace that I am schooled and taught. Hallelujah. I am thankful. I'm sheltered by his grace, kept in a safe place. Hallelujah. I am thankful for God's amazing grace. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found. Was blind, but now I see. Twas grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. Tis grace that brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. Hallelujah. I am thankful for the good grace of Almighty God. That is one of the products of salvation. When I got saved, it was entirely by grace. I didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve it. I didn't earn it. I didn't buy it. Grace was given to me. And as I think about that and meditate on that and remember that, it'll help me to say amen on Patmos what the products of salvation are. First of all, there's grace. But then secondly, there's peace. There's peace. He said, grace be unto you and peace. And it is an amazing thing to think because we're talking about the book of Revelation. And if you know anything about the book of Revelation, it is primarily a book of the judgment of God. And the judgment of God is going to fall on this wicked world. But in the midst of that, his judgment is going to fall on the wicked. But for those of us who are saved, and we'll say more about that in a minute, there's peace. Hallelujah. When, hallelujah. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well, 
with my soul. I am thankful for both the peace with God that happened when I got saved, when I trusted Jesus as my Savior, I gained that peace with God. I was at enmity against God. I was the enemy of God on my way to hell, but I got saved and then I got peace with God. I'm now heaven bound. And as Maze Jackson used to say, heaven bound with the hammer down. Hallelujah. That was peace with God, but now I have access to the peace of God and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. His peace truly passes all understanding. And so we notice what the products of salvation are. But number two, or if you're if you're keeping up with the, with the outline, this is letter B on the outline. Who the products of salvation are for? Who the products of salvation are for? He says, grace and peace, grace be unto you and peace. He's writing specifically to the seven churches which were in Asia Minor. And he's going to detail those letters in chapters 2 and 3. But he is writing to the church. He's writing to those who are saved, born again by the grace of God. It is those who are saved that get to enjoy the products of salvation. You say, Brother Troy, who are the products of salvation for? Well, first of all, it's to those who that belong to the Lord, those that belong to the Lord. Because I am saved, I've been saved since August the 6th, 1998. I was a 10, almost 11-year-old boy at a vacation Bible school in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's where I was. I was in a pastor's office when I got saved, when the Lord Jesus came into my heart. I can take you to that place in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I got saved. And hallelujah, since that day, I have belonged to to the Lord Jesus Christ. I am not my own. I am bought with a price. Hallelujah, I belong to him. And so the products of salvation are for those that belong to the Lord. But it's also, it belongs to those who are busy for the Lord. John was busy for the Lord. And as you study the, the seven letters to the churches, many good things are, are said about most of those churches. And they were filled with, with people who are busy for the Lord. And those who are busy for the Lord need to be reminded there's grace from the Lord. There's peace from the Lord. In the midst of a world that has gone absolutely bonkers, there is grace and there is peace. Hallelujah. Hey, who are the products of salvation are for? Those who are, that belong to the Lord. Those who are busy for the Lord. Those who are burdened. Those who are burdened. Hey, we... we, we we get burdened. We go through storms. We go through. We find ourselves on Patmos, like John was, in a place of, of suffering, in a place of, of isolation. We get down in the valley. It seems like everybody forgets about us. It, it seems like there's just heartache after heartache, burden after burden. But I'm glad that the Lord comes along and reminds us, hey, the Holy Ghost who lives in our heart, he's the comforter, and he whispers, peace be unto you. Peace be unto you. Oh, I'm glad. Hey, that when I'm burdened down, hey, I can cast all my care upon him, for he careth for me. Hallelujah. The products of salvation are for those that belong to the Lord, those who are busy for the Lord, those who are burdened, and those who are battling. Those who are battling. Hey, the Bible says, endure hardness. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier 
of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Hey, the Christian life is not a playground. It is a battleground. It's a battlefield. Hey, the devil walketh about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He throws fiery dart after fiery dart. We have to deal with the wicked world. We have to deal with our own flesh. My own flesh. Hey, I have to deal with that. But in the midst of battling, God whispers, grace be unto you and peace. The products of salvation will help us to say amen on Patmos. And we understand and we notice what the products of salvation are. They're grace and peace. We notice who the products of salvation are for. They're for those that belong to the Lord, those who are busy for the Lord, those who are burdened, those who are battling. The hallelujah. We can learn to say amen on Patmos as we think about where the products of salvation are from. Where the products of salvation are from. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hey, notice what the word of God says. Grace be unto you and peace from him, which is and which was and which is to come and from the seven spirits which are before his throne and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth. Who the pro Hey, where the products of salvation are from? Hey, I'm glad the source of my salvation is the Lord. And what we have mentioned here in these two verses is the Trinity. The Trinity, God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, and God the Son are mentioned in this text. And as I think about this, the Father, hey, first of all, I, in this text, I see the Father who is present. The Father, God the Father, who is present. Notice what the Bible says. From him which is and which was and which is to come. I love what John Phillips said. He said, the great eternal God who dwells in all tenses of time majestically gathers the ages into his hand and whispers a word of grace and a word of peace to his own. Come what may, he controls it all. Hallelujah. He controls it all. He, he operates beyond the realm of time. He dwells in all tenses of time. Hey, the Bible says from him which is. That's right now, my current. Hey, right now. Hey, I'm preaching this on February the 12th, 2022. God is with me right now. He's the God of the present. And he's also, which was, he's the God of the past. He's been, hey, he's been there every step of the way. From the time that I was born on September the 20th, 1987, until now, he has been there every step of the way. And even before I got saved, hallelujah, he knew who I was. He knew where I was. And hallelujah, he planned my life and planned every detail of my life. And he was there when I got saved. He moved into my heart when I got saved. And he called me to preach. Hey, I got married. Hey, God sent me to the church that I'm at. And hey, God has blessed my life. He's been, hey, he's the God of the past. Hallelujah. Oh, but he's also the God of the future. And which is 
to come, from him which is to come. Hey, God already knows what's going to happen tomorrow. He knows what's going to happen next week, next month, next year. Hey, he he knew the he knew everything that would happen before it happened because he's God and he dwells in all tenses of time, past, present, and future. And hey, I'm glad that hey, he's the Father who is present. He was with me before, he's with me now, and he'll be with me in the future. Hey, that ought to make you shout amen. On Patmos. That ought to help you to submit to the purposes of God. That ought to help you to shout praise to God because He is present. He's the Father who is present. Hey, but then I see God the Spirit who is perfect. God the Spirit who is perfect. And the Bible says, and from the seven spirits, capital S, which are before His throne. Hallelujah. This is referring to the Holy Spirit. Capital S there. And he said, Brother Troy, why does it say seven spirits? Because as you study the Word of God, you will find that the number seven is very important to God. And it signifies perfection. It symbolizes completion. And he is referring in the text here to the perfection and the completion of God. He is perfect. He is complete. And hallelujah, I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit. He is the comforter. He, he, hey, he, he's the one who lives in my heart. I'm sealed by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. He, hey, he, 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 he intercedes. He helps. He's my prayer partner. He's my go-between. Hallelujah. He, he knows what's in my heart. He knows what's in the mind of God the Father. And hallelujah, he's that go-between between me and God. When I can't get the words out to pray, Hey, the Holy Spirit says, Father, you know what Troy is going through. You know the burden that Troy is under, and you know exactly what's on his heart. And hallelujah, I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit. He's the one who convicts me of sin. He's the one that says, Troy, you better not do that. That's sin against God. That'll that'll hurt God's heart. That'll hurt others around you. He's, he's the one that convicts me of sin. Hey, he's the one who comforts me. He's the one who helps me. He guides me into all truth. He's the spirit who is perfect. Oh, but hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, who, where the products of salvation are from? They're from the Father who's present. They're from God the Spirit who's perfect. But hallelujah, the products of salvation are from the God the Son who is precious. God the Son, who is precious. The Bible says in verse 5, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth. Oh, hallelujah. God the Son, who is precious. And, and very quickly, in the time remaining that I have, I see three reasons why he's precious. He's precious because of his reliability. Because of his reliability, he is the faithful witness. He's the faithful witness. He always tells the truth. He is the truth. Praise God. He told the truth about my need for salvation. He told the truth about the nature of my sin. He told the truth, hey, about every detail of my life. He tells me the truth about his promises. He tells me the truth about his word. He, hey, every, every word that he says is true and he is reliable. He is faithful. 
Man may fail you, but God never will. He is the faithful witness, and he's precious because of his reliability. Number two, he's precious because of his resurrection. He's the first begotten of the dead. The first begotten of the dead. Hallelujah. I'm glad. Hey, Jesus died, was buried, and rose again that third day. Hey, and now he's alive forevermore. He, and he's the first begotten of the dead. Hallelujah. That means that, hey, not only do we have the confidence that he got up out of the grave, hallelujah, we have confidence, hey, that we too, hey, are going to be resurrected. Praise God. Hey, my body may eventually be planted in the ground. Hey, if I don't go by way of rapture, and hey, I very well, hey, hey, the rapture could happen tonight, praise God. Hey, but if my body is planted in the ground, hey, the Bible promises, hey, that my body's going to be resurrected and it's going to be changed into a glorious body like unto his. Hallelujah. And because of his resurrection, we have the promise of our resurrection. He's the first begotten of the dead. Hallelujah. But then not only is he precious because of his reliability, he's precious because of his resurrection. Oh, but praise God, he's precious because of his royalty. Because of his royalty, he's the prince of the kings of the earth. He is the sovereign God. He is the sovereign God. He's in charge of it all. King of kings and Lord of lords. And we can thank God tonight for the products of salvation. We can say amen on Patmos because of what we have. We have grace and peace. We can say amen on Patmos because of who we are. We're saved by the good grace of God. We can say amen on Patmos because of who we belong to. Hey, we belong to God the Father who's precious and God the Spirit who's perfect and God the Son who is precious. Hey, hallelujah. I am thankful tonight for the products of salvation, the products of salvation. And I, I hope that this message has been a help and an encouragement to you. I know that it, it was a help to me as I, as, I, as I was going back over this. Hallelujah, I'm thankful that we can learn to say amen on Patmos. I hope that you'll tune in for the next part of this series, learning to say amen on Patmos. We're going to continue on in this text in Revelation chapter 1, verses 4 through 10. And hope that you'll tune in next time. I hope that you like, uh, subscribe, share, uh, whatever you can do to help us out. We'll be glad for you to do that. And thank you for listening to the Continuing in the Old Paths podcast. God bless you.